Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Letterman Lounge. It is Matt Parker. It is Spencer Holbrook. You know the drill by now. We don't have to go over the names and the pleasantries. Matt, uh, big recruiting weekend on deck for Ohio State. This is actually round two of recording this show. Had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we persevered because that's what we do in the Letterman Lounge. It is a hard hat, blue collar, pack your lunch pail type of operation, just as the Ohio State recruiting operation is. And uh, they're going to work this weekend, Matt. Yeah, it's a uh, first home game of the year. Some big names are coming to town, uh, namely commits. Those are the biggest names coming to town. We're not going to waste any time talking about the most important guy going to be on campus, and that's five-star plus wide receiver Jeremiah Smith out of Shamada Madonna Prep. That's so much fun to say. Oh, <laughs> that's so much fun to say. Um, but yeah, Jeremiah Smith had his – pick of the litter of college football games to go to. Uh, there was heavy speculation that he was going to head down to Coral Gables and see Miami, Texas A&M, but uh, he's passing up that stinker to go see uh, a stinker that he's going to play in next year, and that's Ohio State, Youngstown State. I know they're not on the schedule for next year, but everyone's going to understand the point that I make there. Uh, getting him on campus for uh, – do you know how much Ohio State paid Youngstown State for this game? Off the top uh, of your head? Not off the top of my head. Large. We're just going to use a, a, a number here that just probably makes sense. Uh, instead of going to, you know, whatever marquee game there is week two, uh, that's not Alabama-Texas. The Ohio State commit is going to a game in which Ohio State paid an in-state FCS opponent $1.1 million. Someone in the comments tell me how wrong I am about that. Please make my day. Um, and that's important. Yes, it's important that the most important commit in Ohio State's 2024 class is going to be on campus. He hasn't been on campus since the Buckeye spring game back on April 15th. Uh, he has seemingly been everywhere else, at least in the state of Florida, uh, and I'm here to say that unless Brian Day and Brian Hartline leave Ohio State for whatever reason, he can go visit anywhere he wants, and it's not going to matter because Jeremiah Smith will end up in Columbus, like he says he ha- like he says that he will, and I believe him. So I'm putting my foot in the turf here, and I'm I'm sticking with that case. It's actually a cool $800,000. A quick Google search told me that the Gwyns will, will waddle into Columbus and collect eight hundred grand uh, for their troubles of playing the Buckeyes this weekend. And Jeremiah Smith uh, will be in town to watch it, Matt. Um, it is important to note that he was at Florida State, or not at Florida State, but in Orlando for uh, the Florida State crowning on uh, Sunday night. Um, apparently, they've just won the national championship. We can all stop playing football this year. Um so he was there to watch Keon Coleman collect three touchdown passes. He was there to see uh, the Knowles uh, roll over Brian Kelly and LSU, uh, which isn't not, it's not nothing. Um, 
let's just say that like Florida State's always been the speculative uh, second place right now as far as the recruitment of Jeremiah Smith as it continues to I guess progress uh, even though he's committed but I, I don't think that that's absolutely nothing but I also think that like you said as long as Ryan Day and Brian Hartline are, are in Columbus um, and coaching the team not just living there I guess um, Jeremiah Smith will be a Buckeye come January and he'll play in those non-conference games next year like you said against uh, Southern Miss Marshall and Western Michigan. No FCS tune-up next year, uh, but he gets to watch one this year when the Buckeyes host uh, the Gwens, as we like to call them at the Letterman Row uh, operation. Um, I it, it says a lot about Jeremiah that he's making this trip, I, I think. $800,000 can buy you a lot of fish if you're the Gwens. Just something to think about there. But yeah, more more importantly than that, uh yeah i mean it matters because if he if he wanted to like he plays his games on on friday nights okay uh and the fort lauderdale area miami area you can get a flight to columbus pretty easily so it's pretty easy to travel uh we we know that he's going to be in Columbus for the October 21st game against Penn state, like the entire class will be there as well. Uh, but it's significant that he's going to such a, he's going to a game that should be such a dud um, for a couple of reasons. One, he's not the only commit that's going to be there. Um, a bunch of the in-state guys are going to be there. Like I know Garrett Stover is going to be there. Aaron Scott jr. Has told me that he's going to be there. Bryce West, uh, confirmed with me Thursday morning that he is going to be there. I would assume that's also the case with Damarian Whitten. Uh, Sam Williams Dixon is going to be there. So it's just a chance for Jeremiah Smith to be around these guys that he may not have spent the most time with in person, um, you know, because they're all in a group chat and they all, you know, FaceTime and do the things that the kids do these days, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, as the youth would do, right? But that in-person time, like like anything else, anything in person is going to be better. Uh, and that building relationships with with all of those guys, those are all different walks of life. They come from all different kinds of backgrounds, and they're all going to be going to the same place to do the same thing and that's to win a national championship and to get developed into nfl players that's i promise you that is all 21 of uh ohio state's 2024 commits goals is to go to columbus win a national championship and then go to the nfl and uh jeremiah smith is you look at it and he's got the, the probably the the best track to do that given his position what he is like, like who he is, what he can do, and then who he's going to. You mentioned, uh, and we did this in the first recording, and I just cannot remember his name, so I do apologize. But uh, the Florida State wide receiver again, Ian Coleman. Yes, he'll get a state transfer. I I know we'll get there. We'll get there. I'll remember it if I need to remember it. How's that? There you go. You've known me for a long time. I remember things I don't need to, and I forget things that I need to know. But uh, Keon Coleman, mm-hmm. got it. Locked in. Okay. Uh, yeah, has a great game against LSU. Uh, his first game at Florida State was a Michigan State transfer. Uh, 
but you look at someone, it's all about opportunities, right? And so for Jeremiah Smith to see that, to see that guy's journey, be like, oh, well, like he had to not struggle, but in a struggling situation uh, at Michigan State. And now, now, obviously, some of the chips have fallen Florida State's way. Like, I, I will I will say that. I mean, they're the preseason national champion, according to Andy Backstrom of Blood Monroe. So right. take that for what it's worth. ACC bias, if you ask me. But all of that to say, you you know, he sees that path. But then he also sees the path of Chris Olave, Terry McLaurin, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Garrett Wilson. Uh, the list goes on and on and on of come to Ohio State, ball out, you know, perform really freaking well, and then get paid millions of dollars. And you didn't have to travel a whole bunch of places to do that. So all of that to say, let me let me come full circle with this point here. All of those guys that I just named that are in Ohio State wide receiver lore had to play in those games where Ohio State might have paid a less than opponent. And I don't like to say less than, but like that's the truth, okay? Ohio State and Youngstown State are not at the same level. Uh I'm trying to think what it was 2019 when they played Bowling Green. Is that right? Uh, no, that was 20. Oh man. 2018. I remember. Yeah. One of those years they played Bowling Green. It was bad. And like you, yeah. Like you think the Falcon, the Falcons took a nice check to get their behinds whooped and there you go. So all of those guys played in games like that. And honestly, this is a really good game for him to see as well, because we're kind of expecting some of those younger guys uh, to get in there on Saturday. And so he can see, you know, a Brandon Ennis get in there on, on Saturday. We're expecting Carnell Tate to get in the game before it's over, uh, like he did last week against Indiana. But, you know, you can see Brandon Ennis, Bryson Rogers, uh Noah Rogers get in there uh especially Brandon Ennis because Jeremiah Smith has a close relationship with Brandon Ennis and Carnell Tate uh so all of this stuff matters because he's committed to Ohio State and he's going to Ohio State when they have just an absolute dud on their schedule yeah and it's not I think it's it's even more important too that that Ohio State can spend some time with these commits like this is a great camaraderie building weekend um for the Buckeyes, you, you look at, you know, whether it's quarterback commit, Tavian St. Clair, who may may be there on Saturday. Uh, you look at, you know, in the 25 class, because you build those interclass relationships because you're going to be on the same roster. You know, you look at uh, the running back commits that'll be there. You look at the offensive linemen that'll be there, the, the defensive guys who will be there. Like, you have to build class camaraderie, and it's going to help Ohio State, I think, in the long run to be able to um, – you know, that Penn State game, you are coming for the game. You're not coming to talk to the coaches. Uh, you know, in, in the bigger games, they're great for recruiting because you get to see the atmosphere. The fireworks are going to go off for that Penn State game. The crowd's going to be going nuts. Uh, you know, the Michigan State game the same way, a night game in the horseshoe in late November with with the gray uniforms. Like, that'll be awesome. And recruits will love that. But recruits also love spending time with the guys who might be coaching them uh, in a couple years or next year in Jeremiah Smith's case. And if you if he's only coming for the Penn State game, I don't think Brian Hartline would get to spend near as much time with him because he's got to go out and help his guys win a football game. Whereas Youngstown State, again, no offense to the Gwens, the you know, great FCS program, but 
you're, I think Ohio State's going to have a little bit more time on Saturday to spend with Jeremiah Smith, cultivating that relationship, making sure he's he's straight in his commitment uh, to the Buckeyes uh, yet again. Um, so I think this this visit and these visits for all these commits will pay dividends down the road because these coaches can say, hey, it's game day and we're still paying attention to you. And whether it's Youngstown State or not, that's still a big deal if a commit is getting some love you know, an hour and a half before kickoff uh, by the head coach or by the position coach, because they've got a lot of things to be dealing with. And it's going to be a good opportunity for Ohio State to show like, hey, we have to play a football game, but we also care about the recruiting side. And and so I think this is the perfect chance for Ohio State to get all these commits back on campus, get them together and uh, rally around each other. Right. And uh, I mean, how you mentioned that, like for that Penn State game, like it's going to be blinders on, like locked in. Uh that very much is the case. Like, that's how they operate. But I can remember last fall uh, for the Notre Dame game. They had a bunch of big home games last year. But, like, for the Notre Dame game, that was obviously a huge recruiting weekend. Michigan was a huge recruiting weekend. Um, even then, like, during those games, you saw coaches, like, take the time to walk over to guys and – just have conversations with them and things like that. Like I have a pretty distinct memory from that Michigan game of both Ryan day in separate occasions, but in both Ryan day and Tim Walton and Jim Knowles walking over to Aaron Scott jr. And Bryce West at that game and having a quick conversation with them. Uh, and, and like things like that, like that's what separates Ohio state. I, in my opinion, from other programs, uh, I mean, we heard an, an example of this, not from us, but from, you know, parents of kids that are being recruited by Ohio State. Last weekend, we had a great conversation with Ian Moore's parents. And, you know, they told us a story about how last year, I think it was against uh, Wisconsin last year. That was another pretty big recruiting weekend for them, for Ohio State. Uh, you know, walking out of the tunnel, Ryan Day walks right up to Ian's parents and, you know, has – probably a five, 10 minute conversation with them. And like, that was a primetime game, Ohio state wearing different uniforms. I think Wisconsin was somehow ranked at that point. So like, it's a big deal. And for him to put all that aside and put the relationship first, like that kind of stuff separates Ohio state from other programs. Now, granted, we know Ohio state better than we do any other program. So there might be places that are like that, but Talking to recruits, you just don't get that same vibe. So for them to have now looking at it this weekend, I'm not going to say they have all the time in the world because, like, they still have to play a football game, right? Like, that's that's insensitive to the Gwens, as we are calling them. Uh, but they have a – I think it's a little bit more relaxed is what uh, – is the way to put it, right? Like, there's no – big pressure that you have to go play some stout defense or something like that. Uh, obviously there is some pressure because it comes with the territory, but honestly, I think the bigger pressure is having all of these recruits on, on campus and making sure that you do exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, Ohio state going to host a lot of commits. So you've got to be able to get through all, you know, get to talk to all of them, especially if you're Ryan day or you're Jim Knowles or you're, you're Brian Hartline. Now the new offensive coordinator, like you've got to be able to make sure you spend good quality time with all of them. Uh, one way to spend good quality time with the Buckeyes is to go to Ohio state versus Youngstown state. I looked at tickets last night, Matt, 
Um, obviously, you know, we don't have to worry about that. And we're very grateful and fortunate to be able to do what we do. But there are plenty of people who don't get to see the Buckeyes very often. And I think this weekend is the perfect opportunity to go see the Buckeyes. And the best way to do that is to use the Game Time app or the GameTime.co. Uh, go get your tickets there. They do this really cool thing. Um where if you buy a ticket on the game time app and then you find a ticket in that section or that row that's cheaper on another site and you send it into game time, they will refund you 110% of the difference. That is a hell of a deal. Uh, of course, terms apply to that. But on top of that, you also get $20 off your first purchase when you use the promo code Buckeyes at checkout uh, in the game time app or at gametime.co. Matt, um, there's nothing like going to the horseshoe for a game day. This is actually... Um, the anniversary of my first ever Ohio State game. I remember it um, very, very clearly. Uh, so it's it's kind of a cool thing, you know, to, to look back on. And and I was fortunate to get those tickets at a pretty cheap price. And, and you can do that if you go to the game time app. I know you remember your first times in the horseshoe as well. My first Ohio State game was against Youngstown State, as a matter of fact. Things just come full circle, Matt. Uh, it's kind of crazy. They really do. Work out. Um, you know, I... I uh, had a recruiting pass for my first ever Ohio State game. That's a story for another time, though. Um, I was not a recruit, I promise. Um, but I had a recruiting pass through a uh, little promotion that Ohio State did with high school football teams around the state. It was really cool. Um, got to do some things that maybe I shouldn't have been doing because I'm not a recruit at all. Um, and I was simply just a a patron of the game, as you will. Uh, and if you'd like to be a patron of the game Saturday for the Youngstown State game, you can do it on the cheap through the Game Time app. Use the promo code Buckeyes at checkout. Terms apply, but you'll get $20 off your first purchase if you use that promo code Buckeyes at checkout on GameTime.co or the Game Time app. Matt, another guy, if fans do use the Game Time app and get those promo get those cheap tickets with the promo code Buckeyes, another guy they will see on the sideline is 2025 running back Marquise Davis. Um on three, list him as an athlete. He's a top 150. He's one of the best players in the state of Ohio. I list him as a running back because he's a damn good running back. Um, and he'll be there on Saturday to kind of take in the scenes of the home opener and uh, get to build some camaraderie, like I said, with that 2024 class. Yeah, he's listed as an athlete because he also plays linebacker slash safety. Kind of what Ohio State, excuse me, when Ohio State had their uh, bullet position which is different than the Jack, I think. I don't know. That sounds right, because uh, Brendan White played that position. So, uh, anyway, yeah, Ohio State sees him as a running back, so that's how we see him, right? Uh, this is a guy who in week three ran for 333 yards. Like, And Ohio high school football is no joke, man. Marquise Davis, the four-star athlete out of Cleveland Heights, uh, that's pretty damn impressive. Like, I don't care where you're playing football. Like, 333 yards by one guy with three rushing touchdowns to match, too. So, the math there is kind of nice for someone like me. But, yeah, he will be on the sidelines, uh, in the stands, on the field, doing all the things that the recruits do. This is – he's starting to become, like, a really, really important guy for Ohio State, for Tony Alford in that 2025 cycle – the Buckeyes have a lot the, the Buckeyes have really solid foundations with a lot of guys in that 2025 cycle at the running back position. You see guys like Marquise Davis, like Bo Jackson, another in-state prospect. Uh 
the country's number one running back, I'm uh, pretty sure, is Jordan Davison from Modern Day, who visited Ohio State and camped this past summer and routinely mentions Ohio State as a top school for him. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so Tony Alford is really, I mean, firing on all cylinders here in this 2025 cycle. And he gets it started uh, this fall by having Marquise Davis come to campus for, I think it's like his 11th visit or something like that. He camped twice at Ohio State this past summer, but only participated in one of them. The other one, he was there more so for a private workout with Tony Alford, which we heard some stories about what those are like. Um, would not want to do one of those. No. But, uh, but uh, yeah, you have a – Ohio State has a really, really unique opportunity to – continue what they have been doing, which is building inward and then going out uh, with their recruiting strategy. They already have Tavian St. Clair, the 2025 four-star quarterback from Bell Fountain, Ohio, in the class. Uh, and to have the most important position in your class be from your most important recruiting territory, which is your state, that kind of sends a big ripple effect. In, in the 2025 cycle, in my opinion, because you look at the in-state guys that they have offered, Marquise Davis, running back, Bo Jackson, running back, uh, Carter Lowe, offensive tackle. Uh, you see those things, and, like, Ohio guys stick together. That's just what they do. Uh, in that 24 cycle, in the 24 class, I think there's seven, seven or eight Ohio guys. In the 23 class, there were eight. 22, so on and so forth. Every year, Ryan Day has brought in almost half of the classes made up of in-state prospects around that number. And I think 25 could be a year where we see it being like right at 50%. And that might be just because the talent is getting better in the state, which is true. Uh, but for your quarterback to be an in-state guy, that's going to send ripple effects. And we are expecting... Tavian St. Clair to be there on Saturday. So with him there and Marquise Davis there, it's automatic. It's just automatic. You start wearing the recruiting hat or he, rather they start wearing recruiting hats. And from there, you just, you recruit. That's what you do. If you're Ohio state, you want the best players to stay in state. Marquise Davis is one of those players. And uh, for Ohio state, kind of like we mentioned a little while back, you know, there's an opportunity for Dallin Hayden to get in this game on Saturday. There's a, there's even an opportunity for a fully healthy Evan Pryor to get some game time snaps this Saturday. If everything goes how it should go, I should say. Uh, there's no reason why that shouldn't happen. And when you're Ohio State, you can say, hey, you know, in two years, this is how you can get game snaps, you know. And so that's just – that matters. That stuff matters. Uh, it, may, it may seem like it doesn't, but it does. And then also you, you mentioned this, the camaraderie of the 24 class being there. Like Sam Williams-Dixon is committed. He's a running back, 2024 cycle. Um, and he can give the skinny to Marquise Davis on what it's like being a committed prospect as opposed to an uncommitted target. Because those are two different things. Ohio State's going to not treat you differently, but the press is going to be a little differently, I would say. Not us, the press, like, you know, Ohio State's 
effort, I should say, might be a little different. Yeah, Marquise Davis was supposed to visit Michigan last week, and I don't think the Wolverines hosted anybody because of the suspensions to Sharon Moore and, and Jim Harbaugh. So that's, uh, you know, a, a big deal when Ohio State is going head-to-head against the Wolverines uh, in in-state recruiting battles here in Ohio. He has visited Penn State. He visited last year uh, the Nittany Lions in November. He visited again in in uh, January. He's been he went to Notre Dame this spring. Uh, he was at Ohio State for the for a camp last summer for a camps this summer. He was at Ohio State for the Arkansas State game last year. So as a as a little known prospect against Arkansas State because those are the kind of games that Ohio State brings in a lot of those in-state guys that maybe down the road they can say, hey, remember when we brought you in early. Um, and, and that's a good way to start cultivating those in-state relationships. He also visited twice this spring, once uh, once a week for two weeks. And then he was there, like I said, in the summer. So this is a guy who's you know, been to Alabama, been to Notre Dame, been to Penn State, been to Michigan, been to Ohio State. This is a national recruiting battle for an Ohio prospect. That tells you the importance of the Buckeyes. You know, you lose Jordan Marshall in the 24 class, but if you grab Marquise Davis and Bo Jackson out of the 25 class, uh, you know, you can kind of hang your hat on, hey, it was just a blip on the radar. It's not really uh, something that's happening uh, with that team up north, as they like to say. Uh, you know, I think this is a, a good a good way for the Buckeyes to really cement themselves here with the Marquis Davis recruitment. Obviously, you know, there are other running backs on the board, uh, but when you've got one this this talented, this close to uh, this this much in your backyard uh, as the number five player in the state of Ohio in the, the on three industry rankings. Uh, yeah, it's just I think it's a good opportunity for the Buckeyes um, to, uh, you know, put a feather in their cap there with the Marquis Davis recruitment and really start to gain some steam and, and uh, start to work on a possible commitment down the road. The thing that's most interesting to me and something that I'm going to have to do some digging around about is how many running backs in 25 does Ohio State plan on taking? They're taking three in 24 with James Peoples, Jordan Lyle, and Sam Williams-Dixon because you're expecting Travion Henderson to leave. You're expecting Mayan Williams. Well, this is Mayan's last year of eligibility, I'm pretty sure. So Mayan will be gone. Mayan will have one more year if he chooses because of the COVID year. Uh, Okay. But I think we are kind of expecting super, Mayan. super uh, weird with with eligibility. Still, I can't wait for a couple. Yeah. Of when we get when when the COVID year guys are all out, and then we don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. Because I, you know, everyone considers mine like, okay, he's a senior, this is the last year, and technically he's got the COVID year, but uh, nobody really expects that to be in use. Yeah. So for this for this point, we're going to say that. Yeah, for sure. For this exercise, well, we're saying that Mayan after this year is is gone. Still an Ohio State Buckeye. He's just not, you know, there. Uh, and then uh, I, I do believe Chip Trainum has two more years. I think. Um, yes. So we are expecting Chip to come back. It's it's all fluid. Man. I don't know. It's yeah. it's so it's so tough to keep track of. Either way, that running back room is going to be super crowded, no matter no matter what it is. Because if you're bringing three guys from the recruiting trail, and then you have Dallin Hayden there, and you have Evan Pryor there, you're at five scholarship guys, and we're not even counting for Chip Trainum, who could do who knows what if Mayan Williams really decides to take his COVID year, um, that puts you at seven. And I don't think you – I don't think Ohio State is going to carry seven scholarship running backs. I don't think so. Uh, 
So it's very interesting. And and like that has ripple effects in 25 because, you know, in 25, you could take two if you take three because you would expect it's all big numbers game, right? That's all it is. It's just a big numbers game. And uh, Ohio State has very smart people on their staff, both on the coaching side and on the recruiting side. Uh, and that's why they get paid the amount of money that they do and not us. So, though I would like to get paid that much, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? Would be cool. Uh, it would also be, would be cool. It would be cool if uh, we see some surprise visitors at Ohio State. You never know who's going to be there uh, when the Buckeyes take on the Gwens. That's always just a monumentous equation. Uh, third time in history that the Buckeyes will match up with the Penguins on the football field. The first two times under Jim Trestle, this time under Ryan Day. Ohio State hasn't lost a FCS matchup in 83 uh, years. Um, I don't expect that to be snapped this weekend, and neither do any of the commits that are coming to see Ohio State. Uh, again, like I said, it's interesting because you know these, this is a great opportunity for the Buckeyes to bring in you know some of those lesser known 25 26 ohio prospects that that you know might be prospects down the road so we'll see who shows up i know who will be there in the horseshoe on saturday and that is letterman row uh andy backstrom tim may the 40-year vet i'll be there we'll be in the press box matt will be down on the field sweating uh like crazy but doing it for the love of photography and the buckeyes matt We'll see you in the Horseshoe on Saturday. Everyone, if you see us at the Horseshoe on Saturday for the home opener, make sure to say hi. We're friendly people. We love to chat about the Bucks. Uh, we like to talk about Letterman Road. Let us know if you're a subscriber. Let us know if you watch the YouTube channel. It'd be great to catch up with you guys. Until then, we're going to go cover this team like we do every single day of the year, 365 days a year at LettermanRoad.com. We will see you in the Horseshoe on Saturday as the recruits come to town. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.